Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. All right, welcome to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host today, joined by Tim, the Freedom Variant O'Connor. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Good, good, good. Living the dream. Nice. So we've got a rare treat for our audience today, right? Yeah, well, we're, we're going to... We're going to do this one like the radio show because I'm going to be traveling from Florida on Monday. Uh, so I need to pre-record the show. So we're, we're going to like we're and, and folks who've been around a while. will remember Tim and I used to do this for our Friday shows. Right. Like so we'd pre-record Thursday night, put it out on Friday. So we're going to do that for the Monday show here just uh, because I'm going to be on the road and I don't want to. uh Try to do a live radio show from who knows where in Florida. It, I, I tried doing the show on the road, and it's I did I did a show with Larry on the road, and it was it was difficult. But Larry had everything, you know. I just showed up on my little cell phone talking my nonsense. Me and Brian Larusso actually. There you go. But so so we're gonna do that. So so in a minute, you know, we'll we'll cut over we'll have to do the the 10 minute clip thing no big deal but we we got a good show planned you know of course you know we're, we're still live here on the social media channels so leave your comments i see shelly you're in already hey shelly what's up shelly evening thanks for being here you know we're going to talk about uh what what happened with that ukraine missile incident i, I put it oh almost world God. war three uh we'll talk about some of the ftx stuff some fake news stuff then we, we have a bunch of other stuff too there's a bunch of news that happened this week the student loan thing the gay marriage bill Going oh, back to the moon, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, there, there's a ton. It's going all on. fake news. It's all fake news. All of it fake news. They're gonna fake the moon landing again, Tim. Can you believe <laughs> it? Refake the moon landing. They didn't do that good of a job the last time. Hopefully, it does be better. Well, the, you know, the the CGI technology is so much better now. You know? it's, <laughs> it's way more advanced, so it should look a lot better. Sorry, they're, they're just gonna like play clips from um. Oh, what's that? Uh, For all Cap- mankind. Uh, and Capricorn gonna... one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, which, whichever one of those, and people come, yeah, no, that's right. OJ Simpson, <laughs> the, I, I'm joking, I'm, I'm actually legit excited that the we're, we're going back to the moon. I think it's a cool thing, but we'll talk about that during the show. Uh, maybe we'll see, we'll see what we get to, right? Like, that's right, the tough part. So, we're, we're gonna try to do the radio show format, uh, and then we're going to, you know, maybe we'll stay and talk a little bit longer. We'll see, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what we get to, right? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> So at 3.30, we will jump into the show and do our first 10-minute segment. So 10, 5, 4. Welcome to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thanks so much for joining us. We have Tim, the Freedom Variant O'Connor here with us today it is it is wonderful to be on the radio again with you right like i I miss doing the the live radio i just i just was so nervous when i used to do it and keeping track of time 
answering phone calls. Nobody wants to do that, man. I sure, folks, miss you know, the phone calls are fun. And, and you know, yeah. I always mention on the show because you're, you're always listening and, you know, leaving your comments and jumping in and calling in occasionally. I did you do, call, you in, do call in occasionally. So always appreciate But it's, it's fun to have you back on the radio show. And, of course, you know, we always do our, our Thursday nights together, too. So folks listening on the radio, make sure you follow the Free Solution Facebook page and the Kevin Wilson pages, Tim O'Connor pages, too. We, we always go live Thursday nights. So we have a good time with that. But we got Tim on the radio today. And a bunch of different stuff that we're going to talk, you know, that we ended up missing uh, last week, too, is the 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 Ukrainian missile incident. We'll talk about FTX. And then, of course, we got uh, some fake news stuff because, you know, Tim and I are doing a show together. We want to talk about some fake news. And we'll, we'll see we what we get to. There's a million different topics we can get to today. It's going to be hard to tell real news from fake news yet again. <laughs> always is. Always is. Uh, so I, I guess we'll kick it up. We'll, we'll talk about, like, what happened with... Uh, that that missile that hit Poland, well, right, or two missiles, I guess, right. Uh, I Kevin, I just want to tell you a little story. I was sitting at my desk doing some paperwork, getting this bid ready for one of the projects I'm working on, and one of the guys that works for me calls me up and he goes, "Hey, Russia just just bombed Poland," and I'm like, "Oh my God, this is." I don't think I got to finish this paperwork. I'll be honest with you. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Like it's it's over. You know, like it was it was an absolute moment of pure horror because if Russia had deliberately bombed Poland, like how news starts, news cycles start. Yeah. Could you imagine like that's a NATO ally? That's a reality. We are, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no debating. We're at war. Yeah. I mean, that that's, that's what could happen. Right. You know, and, and if, if cooler heads don't prevail, in the situation, it, it's something that still could happen. But you know, immediately after this happened, right? Like we, uh, uh, Poland uh, jumped in and said, "Hey, we're going to do an Article Four. We're going to get all the NATO folks together. We're going to talk about it." Because what what everyone assumed happened is is actually that Russia didn't bomb Poland on purpose, right? Like immediately right. they're like, "Ah, this is this probably wasn't on purpose, right?" Uh, and then kind of as as things went on, they're like, "Ah, maybe it it, it might not have actually been Russia that did it either. It might have been like." Ukraine trying to shoot down some like Russian missiles because the, the day that that uh, those bombs fell in Poland, Russia was lobbing just tons and tons of missiles into Ukraine and, you know, city centers doing all this stuff. So they're trying to use their, their missile defense systems uh, that I think were mostly provided by NATO in the U.S. Well, uh, to perhaps FTX exchange. But go ahead. Carry on. Exchange. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to the FTX stuff. Uh, I promise. Uh, yep. I know you gotta you gotta fund that stuff somehow. Yeah. Um, but so that that's what uh so that that's what seems like likely happened. And it to, to his credit, Joe Biden's like it like immediately after it happens, like ah, you know, my, my sources tell me it probably wasn't uh Russia that did it. So you know, we'll just we'll just calm down here. And, and look, I hate the term, it's a reality, there's a war going on, there's gonna be collateral damage. Um it's awful. If we didn't have war, we wouldn't have collateral damage, and that's that's a reality. But yeah. this is this is an act of Russian aggression. Um, I want it to be over. I I want peace negotiations to be going on. I want all that stuff. Um, yeah. So the best worst case scenario, or the worst best case scenario, whatever it ended up being, right? Yeah. It was a Ukrainian bomb that was misfired and landed in Poland. Yeah, and it ended up killing a couple people, um, you know, which is is awful. Uh, hit like some like grain refinery or, or something. But you know, like what what they're looking at, even if they're like, well, even if Russia did this on accident, like 
maybe we'll impose a no-fly zone, right? Like, okay, but but that but that is kind of an escalation of like NATO getting involved and saying like you can't, you know, be over Ukrainian airspace or at least part of Ukrainian airspace. Now they're they're directly getting involved, potentially shooting down, you know, Russian assets or or Russian personnel in the air. Like what? Which right. I, I think that really like Russians haven't been like in fighters or anything over Ukraine. Like they just can't do it too much because they're getting shot down. Right. But uh, but still like that, that would have been a, a pretty serious escalation. And, and it's it's a you know a good time to evaluate. Again, I think both of us on the same page like, yeah, Russia is bad. But also the U.S., NATO, Europe generally like needs to figure something out to try to and, and Ukraine too needs to figure something out so it doesn't escalate. Right. Well, I guess we'll send them forty billion more dollars. I mean, that's that's an issue, right? Like, how do we de-escalate a war when we're really funding heavily funding us a, a, a side? And look, it's it's awkward to talk about because there are people behind both the 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 governmental agencies in this deal, and there's human beings whose lives are yeah. being disrupted and destroyed, and that's where my sympathies lie. Like, I. I'm not pro Russia. I'm not pro Ukraine. I'm, I'm my sympathies lie with the people, with, with the people's lives being destroyed. Like, yeah, that, right. That's that's a reality. Yeah, and that's the thing. Again, you, and you feel bad, like for definitely not for the Russian government, but for the people of Ukraine, the people defend trying to defend Ukraine, and like the Russian soldiers who are set into the meat grinder there. You know, yeah, you know, oftentimes unprepared. It, it's an awful situation, right? And you, and like, so to, to play devil's advocate, right? Just say like. Hey, like, why why should U.S. get involved? They could say, like, well, we're doing this because, like, we need to show that, like, this sort of aggressive imperialistic move can't stand. And, like, we, we need to, like, make sure that, like, Ukraine has the resources to make sure that Russia isn't successful in annexing, like, a country and trying to obliterate a culture, right? Correct. That's, uh, that, that's, that's the devil's advocate position. Again, I, I think, like, my position's a bit more nuanced than that, but... The more nuance we get, it gets me to the point I always end at, right? Like I can yeah. I can buy Russia's argument of, you know, hey, it looks like NATO's encroaching. I can buy Ukraine's argument like, hey, we're an independent, uh, you know, country. That's it. And, yeah, if we want to join NATO, we're going to join NATO. Like I can get both of those arguments. I can even on some level understand that that could create violence, right? The issue, though, is is that violence sucks. And the older I get, the more comfortable I am saying it and the more comfortable yeah. I am advocating against these kinds of things. Like, I, I'm not at risk of getting drafted. I'm not doing this for myself. You know, it's right. it's the kids I've coached. It's I know there's coaches in other countries and the kids they've coached. And that that's that's who's going to be fighting this this war. And that that's who I'm standing for. That's what I'm speaking for, you know. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, and that's it. It's like we, you know, we don't want us to get involved. And and again, like just from like a, a geopolitical strategy perspective, right? Like the the U.S. I like Trump was very bad at like explaining this. Like just he was, God, he is so bad at explaining stuff. But like he, he wasn't was. wrong in being like Europe should spend more money on its own defense and like worry about like its close neighbors. Like Europe should be worrying about the situation less than the U.S. should. Right? I like agree. That's another thing. We get drawn in. Our money gets spent. We fund these things like 80, 90, 100 percent of them. Yeah. Um, Ends up being like just overwhelmingly the United States. And, you know, like that, like 
there's a whole bunch about like cold war post-world war ii politics right and like getting involved in that stuff but you know like i could i could get that a little bit more like propping up these countries trying to make sure they don't fall back into fascism or towards communism okay sure like i sort of get that right but but the situation is so much different than that now and europe is successful economically and and they should be doing stuff on their own they should have their own defensive block like that's that's what should exist i I hope you don't mind that i oversimplify this one of the reasons why we don't simply destroy destroy countries and take our spoils is because we felt that when we kicked germany's ass in world war one that eventually led to the rise of hitler okay like that's that's a geopolitical reality that our our heads of state are concerned with that it's an oversight right when you when you create like power vacuums and like punitive uh situations right like because we we saw the same thing happen in iraq too right how did isis happen like well there's a power vacuum and yeah sure like saddam was a super bad guy but like also without a concrete plan to like make sure that they could effectively like hold uh, someone else could hold power in that situation well you, you got you got some nasty groups that popped up and 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 did some terrible things and they always they always do evils evils waiting at the at the world's doorstep and that that's what we've got to be prepared for and, and protect everyone against there is an obligation there i get it i get it yeah all right so on that note though we we are up for a break thanks again for joining us here on a free solution appreciate y'all being here we're going to be back in just a few minutes talk to you soon all right and we're out segment one segment one in the can it's good feels good though to try to try to measure and, and not swear like Normally yeah, you did say ass once. Tim. Oh, did I? You did say ass at, at 1220. I marked it down. Gonna, oh, did you? You got to beep it out. Beep. I, beep, I beep. do. It's all right. It's better than like, I, I had a buddy from uh, Facebook on a, a my, my friend Sahar, who, who's great. Like he, he was good on the show and like really interesting. And he runs like a, a like a, a, the the Integrity Institute now. But like there's one segment where you just start dropping a bunch of F-bombs. I'm like, bro, I was going to use this for the radio. I'm glad I didn't put you on live. <laughs> Yeah, go 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 listen to that show again. Like Sahar is a guy. Is great like explanation, like social media and regulation, and actually like he he was talking about like oh yeah, like countries like Pakistan will go in and try to like stir up stuff in the U.S. using like Facebook, and like we were trying to like sniff that stuff out and figure out what's going on. It's very interesting interview. Yeah, cool. I remember, I remember, I think I heard parts of it, and then we've we've kind of kicked it around a couple times where where you talked about what he was was going after. I had a great question out there. We should probably handle it online. Which one? This one? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah Joseph point. on Facebook says, uh, when you proclaim yourself as leader of the free world like the United States of America has, how do you go from that to saying that you aren't going to defend countries in the world? Is there a way to get out of defending our allies? Should, should we handle that on the radio, though? Like, that's a that's a pretty good question. That is a good question. So, so maybe we'll we'll go back in thirty seconds. And we'll we'll read that on the on the radio portion, Joseph. I don't know if you're here for the beginning, but uh, you know we're gonna pre-record this for radio. I'm gonna edit this out, so we'll read that. Uh, what's what's gonna go out on the air on WYSL, and uh, yeah, go from there. So we'll, we'll go back at uh, fifteen thirty. Go to twenty-seven five. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson. Today, thank you so much for joining us here on WYSL. And of course, we have Tim, the Freedom Variant O'Connor, with us today, just for today. 
and just for today, I, I'm back for the radio show. I, I do, guys, I love talking to the, the, the radio audience. I, 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 and I do listen regularly, so I get I get it when you guys call in. I have a great time with that. Um, unfortunately, my work constraints and my time constraints just don't allow me to do the radio show. But, man, I'm glad to be here, Kevin. I really am. Tim, you and you're working in the middle of the day. I know. It's ridiculous. I hate it. All right. Well, anyway, so like speaking of folks who are listening to the show, though, uh, we did get a comment during the break and uh, we want to talk about on the air too, related to the topic from the last segment is uh, Joseph on Facebook says, when you proclaim yourself as leader of the free world, like the United States of America has, how do you go from that to saying you aren't going to defend countries in the world? Is there a way to get out of defending our allies? Uh, Boy, Joe, that's a great question, right? We have an obligation. We have made certain certain declarations and we have engaged in activities that on some level um can't just be written off as as uh fighting for oil can't just be written off as as regime change for regime change we we have acted occasionally or mostly in the interest of human beings um we fail miserably anytime we take these big actions i i yeah maybe that's not the fairest way to put it but i, I think that how do we get out of it I was actually not too dissatisfied with Donald Trump on this issue where he pushed our allies to make a bigger commitment to their own backyard, right? Make either match our commitment or lower our commitment. And so that we right. had a matching percentage commitment and it's based on percentage of GDP. So yeah, that, well, that, that, that's how you start to, to build out of it. Right. So like right. for, for one, it ends up being a deterrent for like, bullies who might be tempted to, to take action right china russia wherever right and and then you know we have situations like what what happened with japan right japan started to build up his military again at at the encouragement of the united states after a very long time of the u.s saying you cannot have a military yeah, we did. right like you just you, you straight up can't do we anything won. you do what we yeah. say that's exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh and then so that that was a very long time and there's there's some economic benefit to that to them to Europe too. Like Europe is able to like build uh like somewhat more sustainable like social welfare programs in part because we subsidize their defense. We subsidize the social welfare programs because their tax dollars don't have to go towards defense spending. Can I just say this? What? Canada does not thank us often enough for not barely having a national defense. They they piggyback off of us and they get to act like they're better than us because they can afford their social welfare programs that we can't. And it's because of us being the world's policemen. And that's a reality. So yeah. Canada, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> we should charge them. There we go. All right. We're going to shame the Canadians today, apparently. That, that's all right. They don't charge people for like their seeds blown into other people's fields. It's the same concept. Same thing. We charge, uh, we charge, we sue them. And that's yeah. it. They pay us. But that's yeah, it. but, but I think that that's mostly like what the solution is. Again, Donald Trump was just, just so horrible at explaining this. But he was so- he, like he, he wasn't, he wasn't totally wrong in that, like, if you, you dig through like what the intent was there in that, like, yeah, Europe should probably take a more active role in its own defense same with you know anywhere else and it's not to say like we shouldn't immediately you know honor some treaties or or work together with other nations to say like hey that some certain types of like aggression aren't allowed right like okay invading a neighboring sovereign country and uh using a nuke like there's going to be some sort of consequences for that right either like economically or, or elsewhere right yeah 
So I part of the deal by Donald. No, I I have never read that. No. Okay. Let me just say that some of his behavior, if you've read Art of the Deal, is is entirely based off his life pattern that he openly admits in the book. You state what you want. You go a little bit further, and then you're prepared to pull everything off of the table if you don't get what you want. And so that's as the president of the free world, that's kind of what he was doing. And that's why it sounded so weird to people. They, yeah. they I mean, read- and it's it, it makes sense, right? And like Ukraine's doing something similar. Like they, they put out a peace plan. Their peace plan is like, you will get nothing, Russia, and you will pay us a bunch of money for like your unjust invasion. Like they, they threw it all out there. Like, no, you, you are going to pay for this. Right. And why shouldn't they? They're, they're doing all right right now. And they got the backing of the world and funding. Right. So right. that like you start out negotiating from a strong position. And then like if you need to compromise, you start to pull that back. But but putting out a weak position first means that you're going to end up with cutting nothing. back on that. Yeah. yeah with nothing. So, so yeah. And again, it's it's a tough situation. And we're, we're sitting over here on the other side of the world just like. Well, hope that doesn't go wrong. Hope someone doesn't do something stupid that ends up with a nuke flying, right? That's yeah. We we had one of the heads of one of the high level Biden administrators saying, "Look, no matter what, though, at the end of the day, and in a way it makes sense, but also in a way it sounds like war talk, right? At the end of the day, this this disaster in Poland is in fact Russia's fault, and when we have you know." high level state department officials saying things like that it's it's still banging the war drum and i guess that maybe that's part of the art of the deal too i don't know i hope i i i want this to be over. like 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 is it in a way like sort of right like ukraine would have been shooting missiles at the other missiles if russia wasn't shooting missiles at ukraine in civilian areas right like I, it's, so it was it's sort not of an unpersuasive argument. I, I'm still I have to go back to uh, I've got to be anti armed conflict. There's yeah. got to be a better way to solve these things. There's we've got to do this, you know, yeah. like it, this is a disaster for the human beings there. Yeah, no, so I agree. And like the, the, the question is like whether or not like showing like strength and being like, no, no, you can't do these things is is what's going to be best or if like encouraging people to back down is what's going to be better right like that's because right you don't want to like say that this behavior doesn't have consequences because that could invite you know that that's when russia's like all right yeah we got ukraine now like we're gonna go into transnistria and we're gonna you know do whatever right like yeah we're gonna mess with uh you know latvia (laughs) right that's that's the argument to the domino theory right of of We've, if one country falls and another country is going to fall and another country is going to fall. And if we don't check them here before you know it, they're going to, we're going to be all speaking Russian or Chinese or whatever. Yes. And, and right. look, it's, it's a persuasive argument and it's fear-based yeah. and it's also true. Okay. Like there is, you have to check power to the yeah. best of your there's, ability. There's, you there's some to truth it. to it, right? You're going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical of state power, including the power of other states. <laughs> <Most> <laughs> you know, that's... Right. right. I love it. We're consistent. Phil- the philosophical consistency that I get from being a libertarian has has lowered my stress level in my life a lot nice more. People and you get to be it. smug about it sometimes. <laughs> oh, <No>, totally. <laughs> I mean, philosophical perfection, bro. It's it's beautiful. That's what it is. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I don't want to laugh about a war. Like I'm very. No, it's terrible. I want to maintain my consistent. I'm um, anti-violence. I can't believe this whole thing was funded by the FTX guy, though. Oh and money God. laundering Democrat. You're gonna you're gonna go down that road. All right. I'm definitely going down that road. We gotta go down that road, man. Like 
that this is where fake news and real news coincide. All right. Clash so, together. All right. So, so I, I think we're probably going to not talk fully about like the FTX. Like, let, let's talk about FTX specifically, like its relationship with Ukraine. Like, they, uh, FTX is like a, a cryptocurrency exchange, right? Like, it's just like where people are able to, to, to buy and sell different types of, uh, you know, crypto assets, right? And including they had their, their own like uh, proprietary asset that they sold as well. And uh, they offered like after the Ukrainian war uh, started to like be one of the facilitators if someone wanted to make crypto based donations to either the people or the government of Ukraine that they would do that. Right, and then that money would go directly back to the Democrats and the Democrat Party. Okay, well, all right, where 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 is that happening, Tim? <laughs> I don't know. I you know, I well, saw now on F- FTX did donate a bunch on, of money to Democrats, but to be fair, Twitter. on Twitter, yes, on Twitter, with, with that's uh, my LP source. posting bad memes. Um, <laughs> um, that they so deleted. Look, the, the connection, right? That this. Uh, Blankenship or whatever is this guy? Let me Sam Bankman. Are, are, are the the FTX guy? Yeah, the FTX guy. God, his name Blank. just popped Sam, right Sam out of my Bankman brain. Yeah, that's him. So look, this this guy is uh, like this is this looks like a Ponzi scheme, right? We catch another guy with a Ponzi scheme who's got family connections in the Democrat Party, who's writing his dad's like writing regulations to be put on on exchanges this guy's yeah, yeah he was at, he was asking crypto to be regulated you know please yeah. regulate me regulate me. he's going regulate in and me. like don't understand what i'm doing here regulate get, giving me talks and yeah and uh yeah it turns out he was just uh just breaking every single law related to corporate governance allegedly right like it, it certainly seems that way he gave 38 million dollars Thirty-eight million dollars. He he spread it out, but thirty-eight, 48 but... probably forty-eight. Probably it's more, right? Like this is what they kept track of to to Democrat-funded political action committees, not Democrat-funded. Democrat. Oh, ran. he gave he gave some to Republicans too. Yeah, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Republicans. The rest of yeah. the six thirty-eight million dollars was to Democrat causes, left-leaning causes. And because that is that is what it looks like when someone is trying to buy regulations to, to get his share of the market, to protect his right. business. No, okay. that's the regulatory capture. That, that's what happens. That, that's what's happening with like places like Facebook too. Like it's, it's, sure. it's, it's a thing that happens everywhere where they're like, oh, you know, like it's a wild west out there. There are people who are going to scam others and take advantage of the system wink and you know <laughs> you need to make sure that rules are in place so that like the people are protected and also you know write the rules in a way that only we can comply with and, that and no will keep other out. people yeah, from yeah, competing yeah. with us because that is a pain in the butt man like i yeah. don't want people competing with me millions and millions of dollars from a politically connected kid like it's a bad deal am i okay we're coming up on time yeah no we are coming up on break yeah so uh thanks again for joining us here on a free solution i want to come back we'll, we'll keep talking about the ftx thing what it means for cryptocurrency the the regulation of all that thanks again for joining us we're gonna be back in just a few minutes talk to you soon all right so you're denying that <laughs> no, just it wasn't a money laundering scheme right like it 
you we'll we'll get into it bit on the radio. Yeah. I don't want to waste a lot of energy on it here because there's no, no. It, it 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 is one of those things where it, it takes a little bit of connecting the dots, which is speculation, right? So yeah. no, like the uh, regulatory capture thing, like I understand, I, I'm I'm with you on that. It, no, it's sure. like the the people trying to make the Ukraine connection. Right? It's it's a little bit more tenuous. I think it's and what we oh. say. I'll, I'll say this again on radio. It's just uh, yeah. No, I think we should save yeah. it for the radio because we don't we don't disagree as usual. We I, but I'm going to present that I understand why people get these ideas for sure, and and I'm suspicious. <laughs> suspicious, you're suspicious of everything. I am. I found a list that I was gonna. I lost it. Uh, a guy ran down on Twitter. All of these things, when you first said them, you were called a crazy conspiracy theorist, and he has like. 17 which is a great number right 17 things that now if you say them they're absolutely true and i'm gonna find it for our next show it was so funny yeah so that no a handful of things are true but 17 18 19 17 18 <laughs> <laughs> i don't you know like if you throw out a thousand conspiracy theories and 17 of them are true <laughs> you know? Man, shakespeare's monkeys yada 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 i get it <laughs> yeah Eventually, you'll, you'll strike gold, right? Uh, right, exactly. All right, so we'll, we'll go back in at 30, and uh, it's another 10-minute segment. All right. Uh, yeah, so we had so like 30 seconds. Uh, I was disappointed that Tom Brady was cut up in FDX. Oh, I'm not going to talk about this on there. There's a whole, like, conspiracy about Tom Brady. and Let's go back. Yeah. No, no, we're at 30 seconds. Or 30 oh, minutes. at 30? Oh, okay. 30. I thought, okay, good. Phew. This is why yeah. I don't want to do live radio. I'm too bad at it. No, that's all right. We, we got we, we got to like talk about the, the, the clown show of celebrities that were. Yeah. All that's right. great of them. It is. All right. Back in. Welcome back to A Free Solution. I'm Kevin Wilson, your host for today. Thanks again for joining us here on A Free Solution. Joined by Tim, the Freedom Variant O'Connor today here on the radio. Yeah, I'm going to change my name to Money Launderer. Money Ukrainian launderer. Money Launderer. Tim, Tim, you might not want to put it right there in your name. Like, it's going to raise the suspicions of the feds. It's, it's, I'm just, it's a I'm just business saying, opportunity, you know, I think. I think there's plenty of opportunity out there to make money. Money laundering. Uh, yeah. So the theories, Kevin, right? And right tell me great, the theories. Yeah, yeah the, the theories are Ukraine took a huge... Okay, uh, Bankman Freed um, started a aid to Ukraine that where people could donate cryptocurrency to help Ukrainians in this time of need to help them buy machinery, military weaponry, armaments, and all sorts of things. Now this this fund raised sixty eighty million dollars and and they they uh, back in March I believe it was they 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 transferred it to fiat money. And then it gets tenuous as to where it all went. It gets a little bit dubious. So the 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 connect the dots people on Twitter, and again, that's not a real it's not a real legitimate source, but sometimes things start there and we find out that they're true. That's not to say that that's evidence, but I'm just saying no. we run across this this thing where a lot of money got taken out of this fund. 
kind of hard to track. I mean, they're in, at war. I get it, but kind of right. Well, so like for all that the, money one. Yeah, the way I see it is is like a lot. Some of that money was like meant for to, to help out individuals, right? That like the the cool thing about cryptocurrency, like the thing that is legitimately good, is like it is a way to be able to transfer like currency all across the world to you know be able to to support people anywhere, right? Like that's like that is that's a legit benefit uh, of crypto is like I don't have to worry about going through as many third party exchangers to like change my U.S. dollars into you know. Uh, money that can be spent in Ukraine effectively, right? Or or wherever, right? Like yeah, you, yeah. you could just like put it into crypto and then like use it as that or, you know, sell it into, you know, another currency. That, that That's a way of doing it, right? That's what people like. Uh, like my, my, my thought on like the Ukrainian thing in relation to FTX is that like this, this guy and his company are clearly like more on the progressive side, well, mainstream Democrat side. And that, that was just kind of, caught up in that right like oh we're gonna do our part to to, to, help. to um, help right right and like i say I, if if i start to see evidence that there's corruption like it's certainly possible there's there's corruption in ukraine like it's it's an issue it, like Zelensky was elected in part to like deal with it right like that's a former, it's a thing there like a tv show guy like he was a tv show guy it's yeah. like i'm gonna stamp out corruption ha 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 like uh you know i i'm not saying that he's corrupt i'm just saying yeah but There's, like I said, right now, like it's, uh, you know, I don't know that like it's there. Like the, the the bigger story to me is like a like just the absolute bonkers like bookkeeping practices that they had, like the like just the insane amount of like graph that seems to have existed, like using yeah. corporate uh like funds for personal like expenses, like all sorts of stuff that seems like it was going on. Again, we'll, we'll see what ends up. It's all gonna go to court. For sure, he was transferring money from FTX to like other companies that he said he wasn't involved with, but he actually was. Like, just it's wild. The the money traveled pretty fast around there. Now, one allegation that that I think can't be proven and is most likely false is that Ukraine was taking money, investing it in FTX at their benefit or behest, and making that money and taking it and putting it back in their pockets. Like that does not seem to be the case. The flow. So, so money coming back out of Ukraine to FTX doesn't look like the official government action of, of was, was going on. That, that seems to be a fake deal. But a lot of money did get taken out of this fund, got moved around really quickly. Um, hopefully a lot of it went to protect Ukrainian people, provide services and food for people whose lives were disrupted. Um, but again, like you were saying, the bookkeeping's a little shoddy. Um, yeah, it there's me so if... much that's a mess about it. Like I, you yeah. know, and I, I, I just started like digging into it, you know, <laughs> like yesterday, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is nuts. Like, yeah, no wonder, you know, like it, it is wild because they're talking about how like they need to be regulated more, man. If the government starts sniffing around them at all, and and now they have it. The new CEO, his first statement is like, I have never ever, I would, no one would ever run a business like this. This is wait, this wait, wasn't it the Enron guy? It could be. I, I, Who's I the Enron guys? Like this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> hey, Kevin, all the Enron guys, all of their charges have been dropped. All of no, their, like, all so the the guy who came in to like like look in and investigate like the Enron stuff. Like, as I oh, is it like, the same guy? Yeah, as I understood, okay, like the, the person who was like sent in to like kind of investigate and clean up that stuff is like, yo, this is bad. He's like, this is the worst I've ever seen. He, they yeah. have no checks and balances. They have no system. He's like, this was designed to be a Ponzi scheme. It's always been a Ponzi scheme. 
that's that's the end of this conversation. Like for yeah. now, right? I'm I'm paraphrasing him and probably misquoting him, but he he definitely wanted emphasis on the fact that there was no checks and balances and that this looks ridiculous. But congratulations to guys like Tom Brady and and Tom Brady, yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon. Joseph was saying, yeah, I was disappointed that Tom Brady was caught up in FTX. Um, yeah, got, man, he got paid. He did a commercial for him. Like that's so. What Matt Damon did, what Tom Brady did, these were commercials. They may have been paid in that FT coin that's also now bankrupt or whatever. Yeah, but they, which, and they, got which they they put out as a currency, like with an artificial scarcity while holding back like a big percentage of it, let it drive up the prices with the artificial scarcity and then start like quietly selling like the stuff that they had. I mean, it's a great scam that we do with Fiat all the time, but you know, it's yeah. But isn't that, that's just how things get done. Isn't it? It, no. it, it is it, it's not it's, it's not the way things are supposed to work i know man and, like and that look, like that the promise of bitcoin is that like no one could do that right like that's that's the whole like deal interesting news about bitcoin like we can we can take this as a sign that the cryptocurrencies are all busted what what i read a baron's article kevin believe it or not and what they said was this actually is showing now the results are showing inflows into bitcoin outflows from um outflows net outflows from exchanges like ftx or coinbase and stuff like that into people's direct wallets which is also kind of interesting and that the flows into bitcoin suggest that the price of bitcoin is either going to remain stable or go up um because people are moving away from and and now they're going to get to understand what bitcoin really is is was the gist of the article you know yeah well and 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 that would be a good thing and and i I think that all the time I, i should move it over right like i have have my money it's like it's in coinbase but like i don't actually have that money right i don't have that cryptocurrency coinbase has it and then just if i want to move it somewhere else with coinbase like they will facilitate that transaction for me but i I don't i don't own those digital assets right it's coinbase has them and they they, they hold them on my behalf and like the the scary thing and like what people are worried about the crypto market and why like there end up there may end up being a, a lot more regulation of these uh exchanges like coinbase is because like you do that you have a fiduciary responsibility to take care of people's money whereas like if you got your own wallet and i and it's it's kind of expensive to do this like it's expensive to make coinbase transfer like that's the the advantage of like uh like a coinbase account is that like you can move small amounts of crypto without it costing a bunch of money because they bundle it right but uh you know if if I want to move it to a wallet, it's going to cost me, you know, if I it was an ETH-based token, it cost me some gas, right? Like, so it's going to cost me, you know, a few bucks to do it, and and it doesn't right. seem worth it, worth it to folks. So if we can find a way to make that cheaper, great. And again, like what happened with the FTX situation is they took all these like assets, all this money that they put, like customers put in, including Tom Brady putting in like just just crap loads of his own money and Giselle's oh, did money he? into this. Oh yeah, and, like they they were heavily invested in this. Uh, and taking all that money and using it for personal stuff and bailing out their, their other companies and like just all sorts of shenanigans. It's like Dogecoin. It's not even, I don't even think it has the functionality of Dogecoin. To be fair to Dogecoin, it was actually started as a joke. (laughs) This isn't serious. I just made this to like for the lulls and, and guys, please stop taking it seriously. Please Please stop buying it. Okay, buy it. That's fine. Yeah. I have and, some Dogecoin. 
Did you? Have some Dogecoin. Did, did, did you did you get Doge Dogecoin when uh when it spiked? No. Well, Dogecoin that's that's my craze? typical investment pattern. I buy yeah. high, sell low. I'm really really good yeah, at that it. Yeah, I, I was great with that with like Ethereum. Like I bought a whole bunch of like expensive Ethereum, and I'm like, oh, okay, now it's worth like, you know, a fifth of that. Great. <laughs> my accountant was so impressed. He's like, nope, nobody loses money on Bitcoin, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Champ, I did. Like, yeah, but again, uh, so we are heading up on break. Thanks again for joining us here on a free solution. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. Talk to you soon. All right, went like five seconds over there. That's not bad. <coughs> Bob will forgive us. Bob can. Hit, Bob loves it. Like he's he's, and he is he is a good guy. He's really nice. So yeah. Oh, he's coming, Joe. You're coming to Kevin and Tim for for uh, crypto advice. Crypto yeah, it's, it's it's terrible. You picked the the worst two people to. Come. But well, all right, so like, just the, there are ways to buy it. You can either buy it through an exchange like like Coinbase. Like I have I have a Coinbase account. You can buy it again. Coinbase like holds it for you, right? And that the advantage of that is like you can get smaller amounts. Um, if yeah. you want to actually own it, you can get like an actual like wallet, a digital wallet, and transfer it to that. I, then, I have a digital wallet. I have no idea. I it's on a piece of paper, all the numbers and codes and keys to it. <laughs> and your sharp Hollister sign fell on the ground. I'm like, what is yeah. that? <laughs> so so um it's it's a challenge. So I in my computer somewhere there's a wallet ID that I have yet I hid from myself wisely. Oh. Um and then I did buy some on uh uh Coindesk. And I got yeah. something through Venmo the other day. You could just be like, hey, you want to put a hundred bucks in? And you're just like, yeah, I'll buy some hundred bucks. Why not? Bucks. Do it. Now, uh, so somewhere out there, like uh, someone gave me like five bucks for a beer or something in Bitcoin in like 2013. No way. <laughs> So, you know, like if I if I like if I was able to find that, you know, and, uh, probably when it, when it was nine dollars. Like yeah. Yeah. Now it's, you know, who cares? But at the right. time, uh, Bitcoin was like it was like a hundred bucks a Bitcoin. Mm. So I had like, a you know. So that five bucks might Bitcoin. have multiplied what if it was a hundred bucks a Bitcoin? And yeah, so like if I if I sold that like the the, the 60K, 160 K times. times bucks. Yeah, it would have been worth like twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. But I, I looked all over for that stuff. I, don't, I don't know where it went. Dang so. it! So, <laughs> oh, dang I, it! You I know. Could be rich, you could take that money and buy Powerball tickets. That's right. I could have won, you know, uh, two billion dollars and given three quarters of it to the this IRS. Is, this is why, Joe. This is not investment advice. So. No. Yeah. Then don't do not listen to anything we say. That's, that's, Coinbase. Venmo, you can grab cryptocurrency through them. Yeah. Um, you can open a wallet. There's there's instructions on the internet. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, just just like understand the difference between like a wallet and like holding it in a you know a, a place like Coinbase. It they, they are different things. Right. Absolutely. Not that like coin coinbase seems like it's pretty legit, but uh, a bunch of people thought that about FTX too. So, well, Coinbase know. is bragging, they're like, Hey, we are, we don't have these problems. Do you want to take your money out? Take your money out. It's fine, yeah. But some another one, Genesis, I believe they're also the, a, a platform for trading, and they also had to close their doors. Like they have uncovered. There's a bunch. Uh, uh, what was the? There's a big one a couple years ago too. What what the what the heck was that one? 
Oh, not not. There, yeah, there's not there's another like huge coin exchanger that that went down a few years ago. But I mean, there's 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 all sorts of ones now. You know, like Binance is the big one that yeah, uh, they, they almost bought. Um, they almost bought FTX, but then they they like looked in and they're like, nope, nope, no nope hard no, <laughs> and they they got out of there. Um, I I think their statement is like, yeah, no one like no one can help them now. You could, if you have enough money, Joe, you could arbitrage between Binance and um, Coinbase, and because sometimes there's substantial price differences, and that, my friend, is really bad advice. Don't that, ever. No, that that's how FTX made their money. They're arbitraging like crypto, oh, like really? in in markets that, um, like that had like lower crypto prices. So they're just like buy in like lower crypto price areas, like the United States, and sell in like higher crypto price areas, like Japan. And they, they just made several million dollars doing that. And then they wasted it. Ar- arbitrage is a real deal. Like, you can do this. Not You, you need to have a lot of money to make it work because you're trying to make money off of fractions of, of yeah. dollars. So, so you, you automate it, and you're, you're able to, like, make those calls quick enough, right? Like, it's just have your computer. it adds up. Yeah, fast. You know, I watched that office office space. I like kind of what the <laughs> plan was. That worked out. There you go. I would do it that way. So, all right, we we should get back to the actual show, we though. Should. I suppose. I suppose. Um, we got one more twelve minute segment left, and then we'll end the radio show. Maybe we'll keep talking. We'll see. No, yeah. but now I'm gonna cut this up. I'll post the full version on our podcast. Of course, look for Free Solution Podcast uh, wherever podcasts uh, are sold. It's all over the place. And then uh, we'll have a radio version that's going to go out over WYSL. So we'll go back at 46 minutes. Sounds good. Stay until 58. Jump right into fake news because I actually did my homework and have a couple. Oh, you got a couple. All right. Do some fake news then. I'll I'll, I'll play the fake news theme. Do that. It's going to be fake news Monday. Fake news on Monday. That's right. Uh, all right, 10 seconds, and then we're going to be back in. Oops, five. It's fake news Monday. Monday. That's right. Monday. It's, it's, it's Monday. Monday, folks. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Happy fake news Monday. And, uh, you know, because we have Tim on the show today, we here with me. Kevin and Tim did his homework, and Tim has has some fake news. Um, yeah, Tim Tim came up with some fake news. So so we're gonna we're gonna do some fake news stuff. See where that goes. And uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> all right. First first one because we covered it in the show. Uh, uh, true or false? The Ukraine FTX connection was simply money laundering, and cash and baggies got handed to Democrat Party. Literal cash and bag. Like, did they have dollar signs on them? Well, just like when Al Gore did the whole uh, Buddhist temple thing, when he just walked around and collected like 200 grand in cash. Wait, is that a real thing? I, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to say I, I'm, I'm very skeptical of that. I'm uh, it's, it's probably fake, but I'm, I'm, we'll I'm going to allow that. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> we'll see. I know we, we have Joseph on Facebook saying, like, oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. May, may, right. Maybe. I, you know, uh, I I try to keep an open mind about this stuff. If it ends up being true, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it. But I, I'm just right now. I'm I'm in. I'm I mean, skeptical. I like there. There's plenty of bad here. 
AP. <laughs> and it, it's such a mess. The AP fact checkers were on the case saying it's absolutely false. So I'm going to lean with it's plausible. We'll go with right. plausible. Well, you, well you, you, you fake uh, 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 mainstream news says it's real. So you're like, yeah, I don't know. They're probably lying. <laughs> it's probably, man, true. Mainstream news fact checker says it's false. I'm going to go with. <laughs> It's with the opposite of that. No, I'm gonna go with. I'm not going all the way. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're, you're letting the mainstream media do your thinking for you. If you do that, you're always <laughs> assuming the opposite. You're still doing the thinking for you. I. That's why I'm calling it plausible. That's very middle of the road. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not saying good. I buy in. So I'm I, not saying. Yeah, I, I. I lean more towards like I. I don't think that that's what this was. But there's plenty of other shady stuff going on. It's <laughs> still pretty bad. The story. The true story is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I do have another. Let's roll right into another one. All right. All right. Yeah. Or you want to do? All right. Go ahead. I got. I got one. Check this out. Steve Jobs, the guy who founded Apple, right? The 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 famous entrepreneur. People are going crazy for his memorabilia. A pair of Birkenstocks that come with the 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 certifications that they were actually his back from the days of early Apple when it was just a a simple garage guy in his garage making a computer just sold at auction for $792,000. $792,000. Is that real news, Kevin? Or is that fake news? Uh, that sounds ridiculous, but people are ridiculous. I'm going to say it's real news. Is that is that real news? What what I did, okay, so so first of all, it's on some level real, right? So I, all I did was change the number just a little bit. Two hundred. And eighteen thousand dollars for a pair of sweaty old right. nasty Birkenstocks. So, so, so it wasn't like three quarters of a million. It was only a quarter million. <laughs> yeah, it was only a quarter of a million. That's These all. things, they they originally had sold like I don't know ten years ago for I, I, something like 50, for two thousand dollars in twenty sixteen, and now they just sold the other day, uh, Dateline November fifteenth. $218,750 at an auction in New York City on Sunday. Guys, and these auctions right at the Hard Rock Cafe in Times Square. So you could probably yeah. go in and check them out. So, I mean, well, so like this is this is one of those like, uh, you know, I don't know that I fully disagree, but it's, it's a way for like wealthy people to, to hide their money, right? Because money you know, laundering. <laughs> and yeah, they, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what they do is that they'll buy like, collector's items or art or whatever and they'll get it appraised and they'll hold their wealth in art because art uh is taxed differently right like it's not it's not taxed in the same way that wealth in like uh stocks right uh you know could be taxed right or any like you know uh capital gains or or well uh, different types of wealth so it's a way to like be able to like hide wealth because then you could say uh, you know maybe it's worth a hundred thousand dollars, maybe it's worth a million dollars. I don't know, right? Like that's that's what you do. That's that's it. So so that's the true story of two hundred and eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for Steve Jobs and nasty Birkenstocks. Yeah, uh, stuff like that's weird to me though. Like even though like I I get that the purpose is probably like hiding wealth. Like it's that's that's still weird. I just gross yeah. sandals for no no. Like I, I guess people have foot fetishes, but I, I'm well, with people do that. I mean, like it's I, I guess like it's you know it, it's weird to do it. Maybe it's weird because Steve, people do that with like jerseys though. Like hey, like you know, uh, 
so and so wore this sweaty jersey during the the Super Bowl, right? Okay, you know people. Kevin, that's sports memorabilia. Sports memorabilia. Oh, that's fine. No, it's only weird because it's Steve <laughs> Jobs' feet. Yeah, you, know, no, you, you got Tom Brady's cleats. Talk. It's fine, you know. That's. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Shelly out there. Shelly's saying you'd have to pay me money to take a pair of Birkenstocks. I'm with you, Shelly. I'm with you. No, I said, hey, but uh, getting people get all weird. It's just because it's it's Birkenstocks and get Tom Brady's cleats or you know. Peyton Man's whatever people people probably have those. They probably paid similar amounts for those things. If if they're they're out in public somewhere. No, I mean Tom Brady's cleats are different. Kevin, he's won Super Bowls in them. I mean, what are you? What, how are we even? How are you even drawing a comparison here? I don't understand. Steve These Jobs walked around in a garage when he invented <laughs> Apple. Come on, man, broke. those are historical shoes. Uh, I don't see the analogy. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Um, All right. All right, so I, I I have a fake I have a fake news item or, right. or an item uh to to talk about for fake news. So, Tim Tim, I know you saw my tweet uh I uh, about uh the guy yeah, all of them every single one uh about the guy who was opposed to a new development in a neighborhood in the suburb of Rochester, uh and and he said uh in this neighborhood the wives make the coffee for their husbands. Okay. It's a- Obviously, um, an older Italian dude. Like I'm just saying. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Uh, no, like, yeah. Very, very much a thing. Uh, I mean, I want it to be fake news. Um, so, so I'm, I'm gonna just confirm for that is real news. I want you to tell me if this is real or fake. Did he get canceled because of it? Did this man lose his job because of that statement? Oh, jeez. Um, I. God, I really, I kind of hope that's fake news. But in this modern day of cancel culture, uh, I'm going with it's fake news just because I want it to be, Kevin. Dude, it's real news. I saw that today and I was like, all right. Listen, you know, like I'm against like what this guy stands for. Like he's opposed to like coffee shops going up and, you know, like the the edge between like the city and around the coit. And like he said some dumb things. He's like, yep, the wives make the coffee and the town is full. We don't need any more people in this town. Like, just all all dumb stuff. Deserve to kind of be like roasted a bit online for saying dumb things. Right. Yeah. Ah, that's too bad that he but, lost his job. But he definitely was saying dumb things. Like doesn't want it. His neighborhood is like all neighborhoods, right? They used to have you used to have corner businesses in your neighborhood. You used to have yeah. corner delis. You used to have local mechanics and stuff like that. And they zoned all this crap out of existence, destroying our, our one of our ways of interacting with our, our neighbors and making our neighbors wealthy. And they're trying to bring a little bit of that back. And this guy's standing on some sort of clown show principle. I hated him a little bit, but like, should he have lost his job? No. no yeah. And, you know, like I said, he, I said he, he's an older gentleman um, and he, uh, oh, he, he was, he was like retired from his job. He, he was a, a crossing guard. Um, okay. And so he, he, you know, just did what that every morning. What's a that? Crossing guard. A woke culture even attacks a crossing guard. Yeah, well, and it, it was it the the crossing guard is like managed by the town police department too. So like you know, the, the police department canceled That's, someone for I'm once, sad. and 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 the, the the police department for their part is like, well, it was this, but also like he swore at a kid once, and then <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> He's got that vibe. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, just. You know, given given what he said, like it just seems like he. he <laughs> I get it. Whatever. Besides, he probably doesn't care. He's probably like, but yeah, no, like, apparently, like he, he yelled like "sob" at like a car that drove like really quickly through a crosswalk when you're trying to get some kids across. And I, I guess 
someone called yeah. that. I'm going to be stereotypical and I'm going to paint with a broad brush, but that's an older Italian guy kind of behavior, man. Like I'm just saying, they're, they're going to protect kids. They're going to be aggressive about it. They're going to, yeah. they're going to confront bad kids. They're going to be aggressive about that. And yes. yeah, and so he said he, you know, he like would try to like intervene if their their kids get into a fight and just you know sure. kind of yell at them, do do again the the old guy thing, like, hey, knock it off that type of stuff. I'd imagine, yeah. but um, but yeah, you know, it's it. So again, it's it was a dumb thing to say. Like I I kind of roasted him on Twitter a little, not knowing this guy's like that's, that's a weird thing to say. Like it's a new NIMBY it's argument, but uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer for someone to lose their job over that. Like again, it is a you know part time crosswalk job, but like still like that's that's kind of ridiculous. He used his 15 seconds of fame to tell the world that his wife makes him coffee. Like, yeah. as, like a total, like, oh, well, yeah. I guess his neighborhood, the, the wives 50s. make the coffee. For the 1950s call. They want that guy back. He's got to get back there. Yeah. Right well, it's a goofy thing, but I don't know. Hopefully like the, the town, like was just like, all right, like maybe we'll give this guy's job back. But, uh, cause, I hope but, but apparently a bunch of people called the towns like, yeah, you need to fire this guy. I'm like, all right, no. As dumb, like, dude, everyone roasted him online. Like, it, he heard it from folks, I'm sure. Maybe it like, was just joking. Maybe it was a joke. No, Maybe like, they, like, yeah, I mean, they, they, there can be consequences for like actions, right? Again, but mostly like the consequences should be kind of proportional to like what you said. And, you know, this is, this is dumb. People made fun of him for it. Now, look, right. guys, I'll be honest with you. If, if, if I ask or, or encourage my wife to make me coffee in the morning, my wife will make me coffee. I, I usually make the coffee, but yeah. if, like, if you, she would. Yeah, I know. She loves me. She's no. crazy. <laughs> I think, I, I think we end up taking turns making coffee. It's, uh, yeah. or, or buying, you know, Dunkin' or Starbucks or something. If yeah, we're lazy, but it's fun. All right, but, I got, I got another one, man. No, no, wait, wait Tim. Oh. The radio show. Wait, you know what? We're gonna you and I will do an extra show online, but for the radio proportion of this show, radio portion of the show, we are about out of time. So again, folks, thanks for joining us today. And of course, if you want to follow Tim O'Connor, we're on every Thursday. We do a live show online only. Uh, but of course, Tim O'Connor, Tim the Freedom Variant O'Connor's on Facebook. Make sure yeah. you follow him there. Do that, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, folks. Take care. All right. And we're out on the show, uh, on the radio side. But, Tim, we, we can still do this. We can still keep right, going do if it. you let's want. What, what's, what's your, what, what do you got for us? This one you might already heard, but I'm going to put it out there. The Iran, we all know Iran is a brutal dictatorship that, that it tolerates no dissent from its peasants. Has sentenced because they and they're they're kind of going to revolt the a tumultuous period over there. The the Iranian parliament has sentenced fifteen thousand protesters to death. Fifteen thousand people are going to be put to death in Iran over the course of the next few months for participating in a protest. Yeah. So I believe that is what the government of iran is actually saying to try to intimidate people whether or not they follow through on that i I sure hope not that's awful it actually is i'll be honest with you i when i first heard it and i kind of read around a little bit it looked it looked like fake news um or it looked like real news okay but it, it turns out what what happened is a number of the members of parliament okay wrote a letter to the parliamentary body of Iran. So Iran has a parliamentary body. That may surprise some people. Like it is religious 
based kind of in many ways. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and they were calling for firm, harsh punishments and execution where necessary to deal with these traitors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the Iranian government said, whoa, 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 whoa. We're, we're not going to kill 15,000 people. We have sentenced one guy to death because he he, he killed a couple people or something. He, he, his protesting went too far. They have jailed a number of people, but most of the people that got arrested, it was close to 15,000. Most of them have been released, um, are going to face some fines and some punishment, but not death. Not execution, yeah. So, which is good. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's good. You know, again, that the 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 government of Iran is still not great, but at least they're yeah, at least they're not slaughtering fifteen thousand people who are. They, they wanted to. The, it was letters of, from members of the parliament that said, and, and they never voted to enact it. But the new law should be: if we protest, we put them to death. That's it. And it's yeah. like they're kind of like. Then they said, no, 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 no. We didn't really. Yeah, no. Hopefully, I said, hopefully, I don't go down that road because that's you know that's. Where sort of people start getting like really radical too, like uh, inside the country, you put people in a desperate position, like they're they're gonna do desperate things there too. Yeah, yeah and then there's gonna be more right? temptation for involvement internationally, which we shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a bad idea. It, it almost always ends badly. It has never really worked, you know. It yeah. always what happens is when we we prop up a strong man. Then the people revolt eventually, and and then other kinds of religious zealotry take over. Other kinds of authoritarian regimes take over that are just as bad, if not worse, than the one we propped up. And yeah. what we should be doing, and this sounds weird, it sounds counterintuitive, but, but opening up every avenue available to us to trade and to interact and reopen it up every single time and we're going to get the door shut in our face occasionally and they're going to have we don't want to do business with americans anymore and then we offer them our next piece of technology and then we we just keep and i'm not talking about nuclear weapons it's fine like that's 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 a world decision i don't think they should be making nuclear weapons religious theocracies definitely don't need they're the worst kind of like they're the worst kind of like theocracy they're the worst kind of governing structure to have nuclear power weapons like yeah i get it okay so you know but we should but, but the other stuff like the the you know materials cultures revised uh, genes yeah right Yeezys. they should we definitely should be bringing them there you know <laughs> Yeezys. Uh, geez, i don't think they make them anymore <laughs> no, they, they discontinued those maybe got canceled yeah they're, they're still right they, they're still the same uh shoe apparently they just rebranded it okay so they won't get the price no some of those yeezys were selling for like 1200 bucks for a pair of shoes man there's some people who are super like the sneakerhead folks like i i do not get it but i remember i, I had a co-worker when i was at nhc a few years ago like great guy but he'd be like all right, hey, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up, but like I gotta I gotta watch. Like these shoes are about to drop in like five minutes. I gotta be there. I gotta I gotta pick up these shoes as soon as they drop. I'm like, what are you talking, man? It's like Weirdo. it's like two thirty on like a work day. Like you're you're buying shoes, bro. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna get these, and then like I'm gonna hold in my collection. They're gonna be worth a ton of money, and I'm gonna resell them in this market. And I'm like, they're, they're shoes, man. I, I if you and know some people are super into it. Like I I, I <laughs> one one of the, yeah one of the like, kids. whatever you what you say, man. One of the kids in my uh, uh, son's class buys 
bought a couple pairs of Yeezys. Like he, he works all the time, you know, he like works all summer long as a bus boy. He, and he makes really like pretty good money for a kid that's only 16, 17 years old. Um, and he's, so he's got a couple pairs of Yeezys, like he's pretty sure he spent like $2,000 on sneakers, which is, Seems wasteful to me. I know. Yeah, it's not my thing, but some folks, they view it as an investment, too. They'll have this thing for a while, and then, you know, they'll sell it a few months later and they make a few hundred bucks off of it or or not. You know, either way, they're still happy they, they had that sneaker for a while. I'm so bad at investing. I was like, a little, my best investment strategy was to say, my money's over there. I'm not looking at it anymore because I come up with great ideas and then I start investing and I ruin them somehow. Like my yeah, timing's yeah, always off. It's, uh, it's, it's all index funds for me now. I'm like, yeah, put the, put this money over here. And like, I, I'm not going to think about it for yeah. several decades. It's, and see, and then maybe there'll be something there. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Statistically, probably index funds like do pretty well. Yeah. So that sounds yeah. good. I, I mean, like Janice has some great four star, five star funds, whatever. It's just like, just, Put it there. That's it. Yeah. Just leave it there. Yeah. I might try to mess with that stuff. I no and did did you try to win the lottery, Tim? Did you I did. I actually did. I don't I don't I, I know that buying lottery tickets is one of the worst investments in the face of the planet. So it doesn't really fit my life pattern, right? But occasionally, like a billion, two billion dollars, whatever, I might go yeah. spend 10, 15 bucks on uh powerball tickets yeah that's, we, how, that's kind of how i'll do it too it's like yeah. oh you know like it's it's not my thing all the time but every once in a while yeah yeah you know we'll buy a handful and uh did you make any money no i i won actually i got the powerball uh yeah four bucks as a multiplier <laughs> and then 12 bucks because i played like four times um and then 12 bucks another time which was the powerball number times the multiplier which was times three so it's like i was only out like forty dollars and i got like 16 back what a great investment and guys wow. it's for the kids guys it's for education so for education really that. you can feel yeah. good you're funding the schools yeah i did it for the kids man that's that's who i am <laughs> what a philanthropist tim is yeah if i kept those darn barbie dolls just to, you know I've never, guys, I went into baseball cards in the 90s, early 90s, and that was coincidentally when baseball cards became overproduced and worthless. Literally, the year I started buying, I'd buy the entire year, right? I'd spend 100 bucks or whatever, get the entire year, the whole cards, all those cards. They're worthless. They're, I threw them away. They were worth nothing. They were harder to sell than yeah. the it, it was ridiculous. I, I try. I tried to do that. You know, I mean, I was like 12 at the time with like Pokemon cards. So no, no, these are going to be collectibles. Mom, dad, you need to buy me these like packs. And I'm going to get the holographic, you know, cards. And they're going to be worth so much one day. Yeah, they're not. No, no, they ain't. <laughs> You'll never have the right. I have uh, like 700 Beanie Babies. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, what, what are you doing now, Tim? Because I'm going to like take whatever you're doing now and do the opposite of that. I just don't, I'll tell you what. Okay. <laughs> Some things I've run across, like as as part of the investments that have worked, right? Like I bought uh, property and fixed it up, right? So the Beanie Babies were the two or three 
seven, 10 gallon buckets worth of beanie babies. So I, the grandkids play with them. They love them. Love they them think they're both. just the go. greatest. <laughs> and, and like there was rumors, people came up, Hey, did you find the beanie babies in the house? And I'm like, yeah. And so I, of course, spent hours, hours cataloging out my beanie babies and comparing them to the eBay beanie babies. And it's like, they were worthless. That I had all every worthless, worthless beanie baby of them all. Oh man. So I said they're going to be collectibles. Well, they they are collectibles, but ain't nobody paying me. Like I, it it costs more time to like write up the thing on eBay, like eight dollars for a beanie baby, or even if it's twenty bucks, it's not worth it, man. It's only worth yeah, it if right. you can score. And I I did I did some eBay stuff that that I scored with. I bought oh, yeah. I bought an office right of this old guy like he had passed and it was just like I could tell there was just junk in this office right like. And they're like, who wants to give us 50 bucks for the office? I'm at an auction. There's all sorts of machinery around there. And I'm like, there's got to be parts in there, you know? So I buy this auction for like $45. Before I even leave, I'm starting to kind of clean it out and like blow stuff in my truck. This guy comes up, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks for that. I'm like, profit already. I didn't even have to leave the the place. And so nice, good deal. The the next day, I took like 300 bucks worth of brass back to the, the scrapyard. I made, and then, the things that I found in there and sold, guys, I can't even tell you the tech, the IRS would come and get me. <laughs> Honest to God, it was <laughs> it was ridiculous. I'm kidding, of course, like, but I did okay. Apparently, Shelly on YouTube <laughs> says my my mother made a fortune in Beanie Babies. See, someone someone's made out there when they were hot. They were hot, right? Like, I yeah. if if I had caught the Beanie Babies like five years earlier and said, look, I got this whole eight buckets of Beanie Babies, someone would be like, oh, I'll give you a thousand bucks. I guarantee it. But I, like, yeah. Yeah, he's got you, you gotta catch it at the right time, I guess, right? right? Yeah, it's that's how it goes. Okay, her mom had a Shelly's mom had a store. That was the other thing. I would have yard sales every week at this house, and I realize I'm spending every Saturday at this house for a hundred bucks or fifty bucks, and I'm like, this ain't worth it. Like I'm wasting my whole Saturday. Like, I'm not doing this no more. And I had a yeah. business partner and they were spending no time there, and I'm like why am I sharing this money with you? This is crazy. You, you sit here all day Saturday. They're like, yeah, no, I ain't going to do that. They're like, just throw this stuff away. I'm like, all right. All right. Well, we should, uh, we should probably call it a night. And, uh, yeah, but, but thanks everyone for listening. (laughs) You know, uh, Shelly, John. Well, we got an article about the beanie babies, somebody fighting over in divorce court. I'll check it out later. Thanks. Yeah, I, I've I, I've heard stories of this. Wild. But there was no Princess Diana Beanie Baby with 10K or whatever. And that would have been set. Yeah. No, nothing like that. I did find cool stuff though at that house. You can see like that is a footstool from a it says hydraulic foot foot pedal from a old barber's chair. Oh, so nice. That right there is worth a lot of money. That's like fun. Seven thousand dollars, but no, I'm just kidding. I will take seven thousand dollars for it. <laughs> it's whatever people will pay for it. That's right. Uh, yeah. We'll auction it off one of these days. That's right. My next Senate run. There you go. That's, that's <laughs> how you're gonna fund that. Yep, right there. All right. Uh, All right thanks man. again for joining us for uh, this bonus portion of the show, folks. Appreciate y'all being here and have a great night. Yep. Thanks, everybody.